Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem mm. with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up, and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. How to embrace change first and fast. This is vital information in these most disruptive of times that we're in right now. You don't need me to tell you that it's survival of the fittest. Some are barely surviving, but some are thriving. So I'm going to cover quite a few things with you. Um, I'll keep it succinct, but I think it'll be very valuable to you. I'm going to talk to you about the testing mentality and mindset, seeing the upside in the challenge, finding the hidden opportunities, disrupting yourself. And these four bits I'm going to cover towards the end of this episode. I'm also going to share with you my brand new model for change. So my six phases of change. The first three phases are the chaos stage. The second three phases are the order stage. Disruption, denial and resistance is the chaos phase. Acceptance, evaluation and implementation, that is the order phase. And I'm going to detail those in a moment. Now, there's a couple of reasons why I'm sharing this content. I'm running a little bit of a theme and a series on the disruptive entrepreneur and on some of my video content, because right now we are in Darwinian time, survival of the fittest, the greatest amount of change, possibly even coming into a revolution. And as such, I need to prepare you the most for probably the most dramatic amount of change and the fastest journey of change you may have in the last 15 years and in the next 15 years. So it's vital. So I'm going to do a bit of themed content on the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast, where sort of the next four or five episodes are all going to be on the theme of reinvention, disruption uh, and change. The second reason is I'm launching a brand new book with Gerald Ratner on the 3rd of December. If you're listening to this before the 3rd of December, save that date. We've got some amazing bonuses. It's my first book launch in 18 months, so it's a bit of a big thing because I normally write a lot of books, as you can see behind me. Um, and if you're listening to this after the 3rd of December, go and grab the book, Reinvent Yourself by myself and Gerald Ratner. Gerald Ratner had the biggest jewelry business in Europe. He was turning over more than a billion pounds in the 80s. That's like Jeff Bezos money now. Uh, and then, of course, um, you know, he made that um, gaffe and uh, the, the preceding, the following months, he ended up getting fired from his own company, spent 10 years in the wilderness, lost it all and then reinvented himself, uh, set up a gym, made it all again, then reinvented himself again, then reinvented himself again. Uh, and I'm known um, in the entrepreneur circles as being someone who's pretty disruptive and, and sort of embraces change in evolution and revolution so we can really help you. Um, so that's the second reason why I'm talking a lot about this content. Reinvent yourself with Gerald Ratner and myself launching December the 3rd. OK, so um, my six phases of change model. This actually is detailed in a full chapter in my next book after Reinvent Yourself, which is called Opportunity, which comes out 2021. So I believe there are six phases of change that you need to embrace. Now, you need to embrace these as quick as you can to go from chaos to order, from disruption, you know, to uh, uh, the new model or the new order. But you can't go through these too fast and deny these stages. So stage one is disruption. Stage two is denial. Stage three is resistance. And these are the chaos 
stages. And then stage four is acceptance, stage five is evaluation, and stage six is implementation. And these are the order forming stages and phases of change. So let me detail these for you. So the first three phases are where the chaos happens, the breaking up of the old normal, the breaking up and disruption of the status quo and how it was. And a lot of people resist, 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 and actually never move beyond that stage. And then the last three phases are the ordering process, the new normal, the new order, the evolved way, the better way. And of course, those who are great at change, and they move through the first three chaos stages the quickest, but you still have to go through these phases, you can't deny them. Of course, the lockdown or your new business model or your great pivot, these will all show these phases of change. Hi, it's Rob here, interrupting you with something you may not know about me. I was one of the few people on the planet hand-selected by Facebook to pilot their new supporter program. It's a very small premium model where you can get exclusive content and advance notice or discount of new products and services. So this is what I've done for you. Not only can you get best discounts, for any training that we might run. Not only do you get notified first of any launches we do, we also do supporter meetups, supporter dinners, supporter WhatsApp groups where you have a a deeper community. I do supporter only ask me anything. I do supporter only content and podcasts. We have a community of 2,500 supporters and I'd love to give you the chance to be one of those. I believe this is the best supporter program in the whole world. Find me a better one, but I don't think you will. So the link is bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. That's bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. I believe the gap between free content and paid content is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's a lot of free content out there that's maybe not that good. And for just a few dollars a month, you can get the best content on business, on entrepreneurship, on starting up, on scaling up, on sales, on marketing, on the mindset of being an entrepreneur. So go to bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R right now. So stage one, the disruption uh, phase, that's when the status quo is challenged. The old way is broken up. What once was no longer is. A lockdown, a virus, a recession, a disruption in your industry, a new regulation or rule which completely shakes things up, a new way of doing things, new tech which completely, like Uber disrupting taxis or the internet disrupting everything, Um, cryptocurrencies disrupting cash. But then what happens is most people, not everyone, some of the fastest and most open minds to change often embrace disruption, but even those often go through the denial phase. Let's all be honest, when lockdown was first mentioned, most of us didn't think we'd get locked down or quarantined. So the denial stage is the fear of change, the delusion of the progress, the fear and survival mode and emotions that we go in, the what ifs, we can't. We kind of hold on to what was and is, um, uh, you know, and kind of like tightly uh, grab it uh, and, and We fear how things will be and that we might lose what we have. And then that moves us into stage three, which is the resistance stage. Um, And the resistance stage is, no, I'm not letting go. No, I'm not letting go. Oh, it can't be this way. Oh, everything's going to get disrupted. Oh, my business is going to get ruined. Oh, the world is all over. And we kind of justify and defend um, what we've always done and how we've always done it and how it's always been. 
Now, if you can move through those in fairly quick time, but still go through them all, because by the way, sometimes change is good and sometimes you shouldn't move to a new way too quickly. So you have to go through disruption, denial and resistance, because actually you might, um, you might surmise that got to keep it the way it is. This change is too early or this change is wrong for my business or my life. Um, and, and some people do actually go through that a bit too soon, a bit too quickly. Okay, and then we move into acceptance. So now, all right, there's a lockdown, I accept it. We can't run any more physical events, they've got to go online, I accept it. We, I need to go global, I accept it. Zoom is our new provider of courses, I accept it. The world has changed, I accept it. Um, retail is kind of dying, I accept it. Uh, and ex acceptance is the first realization that change is happening and you surrender to the change in the progress and then you start to embrace it. And then we move on to stage five, which is the evaluation stage. And that's the full range of solutions and emotions and challenges to change. So how can I figure this out? How can I change my business model? How can I adapt? How can I emotionally and mentally and from my mindset um, embrace this and move forward with this? And, you know, what new products and services can I create? How and what, what and how should I change in my existing product suite? And essentially, you go through a productive assessment um, of strategies and tactics and emotions. And then we move on to stage six, and that's full implementation stage. And that is action, decision, the strategies and tactics that you implement to move forward. So there you go. They are my six phases of change. Disruption, denial, resistance, which is the chaos, moving into acceptance, evaluation, and implementation, which is order. As you get better and more experienced with change, you can go through these more quickly without going through these too quickly. And of course, when all is said and done, more is said than done. So that final stage of implementation is vital, where you decide, you test, um, and, and then you scale. Okay, so I mentioned at the start of this episode that I would be covering testing, seeing the upside, finding hidden opportunities and disrupting yourself. So how to embrace change first and fast is to start small and test. I'll give you an example. I'm testing a brand new um, offer for Black Friday. It is going to blow the minds, I believe. I'm really excited about this offer. Um, but there's some risk to us. Uh, it's actually called the mastermind of masterminds. We've never offered masterminds on any Black Friday since our first one many years ago. We don't want to be giving away valuable masterminds at knockdown prices. They're our flagship products. But I've got this idea for the mastermind of masterminds, and I think it will fly. But it flying could cause us some problems. Um, we don't want to sell too many of them. Um, and there could be some downside because, you know, they're often, in, in good creative ideas, there often is some downside. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to run a Black Thursday to my supporters first, which is about 3,000 people. And I'm going to test this new, brand new um, Black Friday offer for this mastermind of masterminds there. And if it works and it flies and I get good feedback, then I'll do it on Black Friday. And if there's some breakages and challenges, I won't do it on Black Friday. Um, I was speaking to my good friend, Matt Janicek, who owns Escape Fitness. And he said, if you want to test a new product, go and get 10 of them made. You'll pay through the nose, but instead, it's better to get 10 of them made and try and sell them and get feedback than go and get 10,000 made and realize they don't work. Um, so continual testing mentality and strategies and tactics will really help you embrace and grow through change. With e-commerce, you should always be testing many products before you go and buy thousands of them and scale them up. Too many people are like, oh, I'm in love with this product. Oh, this is my passion. Uh, and they end up going all in and then they lose everything. 
Okay, next thing, in all change is equal upside and downside. You know, out with the old, in with the new, breaking of the old empire, building of the new empire. The old way, the old way is decayed uh, and the new way grows. So if you're having challenge through change and you're finding it hard, you just got to see the upside. What's the hidden opportunity? How can I make this work? What new product or service could I create? What new market could I go into? Um, what problem that I didn't know I had have I just found out, therefore I can fix it. Uh, and this is always the, um, no change has all downside. No situation has all downside in my opinion. You've just got to find the hidden opportunity. And then finally on um, change and embracing it and uh, sort of rolling with change first and fast is disrupting yourself before COVID does, a lockdown does, a competitor does, a rule change or a regulation does, um, or um, something from within your organization goes wrong. There's breakages and bottlenecks and blockages. So you should always be looking at your business model, your thought process and mindset, your approach, your strategies, and your tactics and go, hmm, if I was a comp competitor of mine, how would I outwit me, outfox me? How would I disrupt my company if I wasn't me? And you should always challenge your thinking and you should allow people around you who will challenge your thinking, even if it frustrates you and you're like, why don't they get me? But still, you should allow that to happen because if you don't do it to yourself, someone else will do it to you. And when someone else does it to you, you have to react um, and you know you, you might lose months or years worth of progress. But if you do it to you, you're proactive rather than reactive. So uh, pretty, well, I was going to say a short episode. It's not because it's just a fast episode. Um, but let me just summarize what we've covered. Um, how you embrace change first and fast is to have a testing mentality, uh, test small, get feedback, do version two a bit bigger, test it, get feedback, do version three a bit bigger and, and incrementally grow. But, but but that testing mentality means you can test the market fast, test the product fast, get the feedback fast. Speed is of the essence right now if you want to em embrace the, um, the change, which feels like this uh, exponential growth of change, exponential growth of disruption, as well as exponential growth of technology and opportunity. There's always upside in all of the change. You've just got to see it. There's always a hidden opportunity in change. You've just got to see it. It's better to disrupt yourself than have someone disrupt you. My six phases of change. Disruption, denial and resistance, which are the chaos phase, and then acceptance, evaluation and implementation, which is the order phase. So disruption is where the status quo and the old way is challenged and broken up. The denial is the fear of change and holding on to that fear and survival based emotion. Resistance is holding on tighter and not letting it go and justifying and defending how it's always been. Acceptance is your first realization that change is happening and you surrender to it, to, to progress, you embrace it. Stage five is the evaluation, going through the full range of emotions, looking at the solutions, embracing the challenge, the productive assessment of strategies and tactics, and then implementation. Stage six is when uh, you decide and you act and you test. Cool. So thanks for tuning in. This is a Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast episode if you're watching the live video. So make sure you do, um, subscribe to the Disruptive Entrepreneur. Like I said, I'm doing a little mini series of four or five episodes all on disruption, change, reinvention, revolution. And on the December the 3rd, on the December the 3rd, the special day, the, the first book launch I've done in 18 months for a book um, that I've written uh, called Reinvent Yourself with Gerald Ratner. So if you want to be able to reinvent yourself continually, you want to be able to evolve your career, turn your passion into your profession, not have change, challenge and disrupt and, and break you. But in, in, in fact, you brace it and you're like the Uber of taxis. You're the Apple of technology. Um, you're the Airbnb 
um, of accommodation, this is, you know, the kind of the mindset that you want to have, um, then you want to grab the book, uh, Reinvent Yourself. We've got some special bonuses as well on launch day. We're doing a Reinvent Yourself Summit, but just for the first few um, buyers, maybe the first 200, we'll sell thousands of thousands, maybe even tens of thousands of these books on launch day. So a small percentage are going to get the brand new um, Reinventing Yourself Summit, um, where we've got new speakers and new content. So I think you'll love that too. Hi, it's Rob. So a quick one for you here. How would you like uh, to get yourself on my podcast? There's a legitimate opportunity for you to get yourself on my podcast. And I think you're going to love this. Now, usually to get your business or yourself promoted on a podcast would cost thousands of pounds. I know some big podcasters charge tens or hundreds of thousands of pounds if you wanted to promote your products and services on their podcast. Now, I'm going to give you an opportunity in a moment uh, to get yourself on my podcast for like 99.9% uh, .9 less than uh, the normal um, ad revenue, if you like, for being on a podcast. Now, of course, um, if you want to get on a, a great podcast like mine, The Disruptive Entrepreneur, hopefully you feel it's great as you listen, um, then, of course, having an amazing story, you know, being very successful in your business or your niche that obviously is a good way to do that. Um, I think it's good for you to get a pitch deck together. Maybe you're a one or a two pager um, presenting your story, your uniqueness, your following an audience. Um, and then, of course, that makes that easier for the podcast host to get you on their show. Um, but I'm talking about something different from actually being interviewed on a podcast. Now, I think it's one of the great, greatest ways to grow your business and your brand um, because usually it won't cost you to get on a podcast. Uh, you can reach obviously new audiences. Even if each podcast you went on only had a thousand subscribers and many have tens, hundreds or even millions. Mine's now um, just about the 10 million, just, you know, give or take a few thousand um, downloads and subscribers. So obviously it's grown into quite a, a, a machine, 204 countries. We have listeners in, um, but I'm doing something for my podcast uh, that um, I don't I've never seen anyone do. So I think this is very disruptive, not even seen the biggest podcasters do this. So uh, if you donate 2500 stars in this live, if you're listening to the podcast, go on my Facebook page and donate 2500 stars in one of my videos. I, uh, I'm going to shout out to you, your business, your brand, your product, your service, whatever it is that you would like to promote on my podcast. Now, I've got three people here. Caroline Sanderson, who has the Salon, Salon, <laughs> Salon Jedi, uh, Ian Evans, who's a vehicle lease specialist, and Laura Evans, who runs the NLP Talks podcast. They have previously done this, and I'm going to shout them and their business and their brand out right now to all of my podcast listeners. This is, yes, live on my um, Facebook page, but it's also going to go on my podcast at the end of one of my episodes. So if you would like a shout out for your business, your brand, your product, your service, your page, um, your book, something that you're launching, um, anything, then donate 2,500 stars on this or one of my videos and I will do what I'm about to do now for these three guys. And stay with me because I'm going to give you a bit of content towards the end as well. Um, Jason said Laura was excellent. So um, Caroline Sanderson donated stars on my page uh, and she's releasing a new book called The Salon Jedi. Um, the Big Business Breakthrough for Ambitious Salon Owners. Uh, it's live on Amazon, so if you're a salon-based business, go check her out. Also, do your own diligence, of course, on the shout-outs. Ian Evans, he donated some stars. 
uh, and he's a vehicle lease specialist. Obviously, um, that's important right now, isn't it, to keep the overheads down. Um, so he he reckons that he can um, price match for you. Uh, and his website is leasewell.co.uk. Um, and then Certain Bridge, um, bridgingforcertain.com. Uh, that's a company that's donated stars for me. Certain Bridge at bridgingforcertain.com if you need bridging finance. And then Laura Evans, who recently interviewed me on her NLP Talks podcast. She talks about hardcore mindset. She shares the fundamentals of NLP and how it's positively affected her. Uh, and the podcast episode she did with me is tiny.cc forward slash Rob Moore NLP. That's tiny.cc forward slash Rob Moore NLP. Capital R, capital M, capital NLP. Make sure you get that link right. Now, um, I don't run ads on my podcast. Um, you, you would have noticed that I've had one sponsor, uh, and that is Blinkist, who I, I use myself and who are brilliant. And have, my books are on Blinkist. The, they do short, like 15-minute short um, edits of, of books. Um, but, you know, I've done, what, 600 episodes almost, and then another 150 on money, 750 episodes. And I could have made millions on ads. There is no doubt about that. But I've chosen not to have an ad-based podcast because I do it for value, reach, um, you know, and, and to give you um, just loads of content without being interrupted every 17 seconds on ads or having to skip through 28 at the start. Not that there's anything wrong with anyone running ads on a podcast. I'm not criticizing, but, you know, quite a lot of people in the English market say, oh, you know, there's kind of too many um, ads on American podcasts, especially at the start, and I have to skip them all. Us Brits, we're a bit more reserved, aren't we? Um, but this is a unique opportunity for you. John Paul has just donated 2,500 stars. So John Paul, if you email me at rob at robmore.com and just put in a couple of lines, your offer and a link, and I'm going to go and um, shout that out on my podcast in a future episode. So just to summarize then, um, if you donate 2,500 stars on this or any video that I do on my Rob Moore Progressive Facebook page, um, and then email me at robatrobmore.com with what it is that you offer. Keep it really succinct so it's easy for me to shout you out. Um, I will shout you out at the end of one of my podcast episodes where people would have to pay five, ten, twenty-five thousand pounds to get an ad on an episode. So again, massive um, bargain for you. Nicola, Nicola Kencross, how are you? Nicola has been in business many years. I've known you for years, Nicola. I think it's 15 years. You probably remember when Mark and I started when we couldn't even grow beards. So Nicola, if you um, email me at rob at robmore.com uh, uh, and private message me and we'll get that shout out for you too. That would be my pleasure. Uh, yeah, so this is on the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. Uh, and if you want to get on my podcast too, for, I mean, 2,500 stars is something like net $25 to me. So I think it costs you about $35. It's crazy. Why would I do it? Because I want the community to be involved. You know, I, I think that um, I have lots of products and services and, you know, you'll buy them as and when you're ready. Um, but I want to help you, support you, get you out there, especially in these disruptive, divisive times. Anything I can do to help you grow your business, I would love to do. Plus, you know, Facebook have partnered up with me with the STARS program. I was one of the first 20 people in the, um, in the UK to get the STARS feature, actually. Um, so I'm kind of pushing that uh, instead of sort of taking money the traditional way via PayPal or credit card. Um, Kieran Fletcher's just donated STARS to get shout out on my podcast. So thank you, Kieran. Email me, rob at robmore.com. Give me your offer uh, and I will do a shout out on a future episode. So that's it. Hit me up with your stars and your offers. Thank you, everyone across the globe for um, subscribing. I have listeners in 204 countries. 
Apparently there are only 190 something countries, but my podcast absolutely says 204 countries. Myanmar didn't even know that was a country. I've got listeners in Vatican City. I wonder if the Pope's listening. <laughs> um, Adam, thank you for the 2,500 stars. Private message me with your link and your offer um, to rob at robmore.com. And again, we'll get you hooked up. And anyone listening to the podcast, same thing applies for you. Go on a video, listen to, um, watch one of the videos, donate me 2,500 stars. It's really easy to do. Um, and then uh, let's get you out to the masses. Thanks for tuning in. I love you all. If you're going to watch the replay of the video, it still applies for you. I'll come back and keep checking. And of course, I'll check rob at robmore.com. Thank you all. Love you all. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. And my current favorite new quote is, talk doesn't cook right. No, it doesn't. <laughs>